0: Hey guys, welcome to the Lanes Podcast. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus within the NBA and the repercussions this will have on the NBA. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to the Lanes Podcast. So, in today's episode, as we said, we're going to talk about this coronavirus and how it's sweeping the NBA. So, lucky mate, how are you, brother? What's going on? Good, mate. It's been some time. Yeah, been some time, been some time. Just before we get into everything, actually, we've had a pretty good rapport with all of our people that are listening, our listeners, all right? We've had really good following on our social media. A lot of, I know a lot of our friends are sharing, tagging us, which is fantastic. We really appreciate it. But uh, it, let's... Let's really just get on to our main episode, because this is why you guys listen. We're going to give our opinion. Um, the coronavirus. Now, on Thursday for us, so it was a Wednesday in the NBA, last Wednesday, the NBA went on suspension. They said so they suspended all of NBA for at least 30 days that we know right now. So everything that you know about the NBA is cancelled. So no games, no trainings, nothing, nothing, They've just absolutely nothing, so... We're just going to talk about in this episode what the repercussions are, how this is affecting NBA players, and now that NBA players have this coronavirus, what's going to happen? What are the repercussions now? So, our first topic we're just going to talk about is how this is going to affect the business of the NBA. Now, I know that without playing, no business, right? So, without playing, there's no money. So, does this mean the players aren't going to get paid? Does this mean businesses so the tv deals the tv rights the ads are they going to get their payment are they going to get money i mean everything's happening i mean i'm not too sure what's going to go on because at the end of the day we're we're all the way in australia and then they're in the us there i'm sure adam silver and his whole team and the mbpa are working on it so i i I believe that this isn't going to be a 30-day thing i think that this will go on for at least two months i'm just thinking of that what, what are they going to do with the NBA season? You know, we, we don't know right now. But what we're going to talk about also within the business, what's going to happen with not just the TV rights, not just the NBA, but the players. I want to really talk about the players. If the players aren't getting paid money, and a lot of these players, when I say this, they're not the, the sharpest with their money because they always have money coming through, what are they going to really do? If they're, if they're in lockdown, they're in isolation, they live a lifestyle that maybe a percent of the world not even that can live, are they going to be able to sustain that? And I know it's a first-world problem, you could say, but these players are really going to be affected by it because you think about it, not everyone's losing their jobs within the world. They lost their job, technically, you can have a say at that. I mean, look, what do you reckon about it?
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely Cause not I know really,
0: you, I know you had something to say about it.
1: Yeah, it's not good. I mean, we're sports fans and, you know, we, we love to watch the NBA. And just like everybody else, we, uh, we're we pretty devastated. It's it's really hit us hard. Like, you know, we watch the NBA day to day. They were the first to go in terms of sporting, um, you know, in terms of the sports, which sport was first to go. The NBA Major League to um, suspend its season indefinitely. Um, we hope it comes back. Uh, we, you talked about the money. Um, there was an article that came out on Bleacher Report saying that the um, some of the player agents have come out come out and have started to demand their players to um, get paid on time. So there is the the agents are working hard to make sure the players are getting paid during this time. You know, because a lot of players, you know, they get paid over a certain amount of seasons. Uh, you know, some people have five year contracts and they get paid, you know, yearly or mm. however else that works. But um, like you said. Um, but not just players. We took, ter- you know, in terms of, you know, all your coaches, uh, front office staff, anyone that's really working within an organization isn't getting paid. Um, and you see, you see, it, you know, it's come out re- recently. We've had, you know, Zion, uh, we had Rudy Gobert, um, and a couple of other M- other big name NBA Kevin Love, Kevin Love donate a lot of money to, you know, the associate uh, the organization itself, which are going to go, you know, and that'll go to towards people who work at the arena, whether that's just like, you know, cooks or anything that works behind the counter uh, and all that stuff. So there are players are doing the right things. Um, I think Zion Williamson was one that a lot of people just, you know, just shows goes to show like how, how good of a person he is.
0: It's very impressive for a 19-year-old kid, really. Basically, sure yeah, kid.
1: he donated a million dollars. So was
0: it, was it a million or a hundred thousand? I thought it was a million. We could be wrong. I, I thought it was 100000 but I, I, could could, I could be wrong. But all I know is he donated a big lump sum of
1: money um, towards those and to help out those that are going to be struggling without their jobs because, you know, they are casual employees and they work, you know, as, soon as every time they have a home game and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, speaking of, I was just reading an article um, on CBS Sports saying that, you know, if, if the season... We'll get into this uh, later on, you know, if the season doesn't go ahead... You know, the NBA could be losing roughly about $500 million. And that's just on ticket revenue. So they were saying, you know, the NBA makes an, an average of $1.2 million in gate sales. So you're talking about tickets.
0: $1.2 million, is that a game? Or is that per a regular week?
1: season game?
0: So one game, they're going to make $1.2 million. Yep. Okay. And every team plays 82 games. I mean, yep. if we did the maths, and
1: then it gets rounded up, playoff, so it's two million.
0: So it's nearly, as you said, five hundred million. Even still, when you get playoffs, right, so it's double that. That could be nearly a billion dollars they're yep. losing.
1: So you look, you are at that, you know, they were saying, you know, five hundred million, just in ticket revenue. That's just 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 ticket revenue.
0: That's people buy tickets, and so now that they can't play the games, right? If I'm a customer, so say I've gone come to a, from Australia and I've bought tickets pre-before because I've bought, bought my holiday, do you believe they're going to re refund the tickets?
1: Yeah, well, that's that's all up in the air right now because, you know, we don't, we don't know. There's no articles out there that we can confirm or deny because, yeah. that's anything out there. It's just, you know, that I'm sure the NBA will come up with a way of refunding those tickets or giving, you know, for example, credit. I've heard a lot of people, and this is, uh, you know, not relevant to the NBA, but just in general, you know, people that have book flights or anything, they get credit for it. Um, they might just refund the ticket in total um, and, and stuff like that. So it's just, I'm sure something will get done. And yeah, it's going to have to be done because, you know, you don't want to be, you know, I went to the America over the Christmas holidays.
0: Went to the America or went to so America? I went to
1: America and over the it's Christmas like, it's holidays. It's like it
0: coming to America. Eddie Murphy, mate.
1: And we booked our tickets. I think it was a month in advance, so we knew yeah. the NBA schedule. But we booked it a month in advance, and a lot of tourists do that.
0: Um, Absolutely, not a lot of
1: tourists book it when they're over there because you got to
0: think about just for an NBA ticket is what you think about an average. Like it's like two hundred US, yeah. so right? I mean, two hundred US. Funny, like
1: you compare it to like we'll compare it quickly to the NBL, right? In um, you know, down here in Australia, you know, our average ticket is probably about thirty to forty bucks, thirty to fifty
0: bucks. I mean, know. you can buy a family ticket for $70. That gives you four tickets, two juniors, two kids, you know, so two adults.
1: We bought it really relatively cheap. And you talk about average price in the NBA. Um, you're talking about like $200 and that gets you bleachers. Like, you know, it's 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 funny the amount of money that goes into it. But yeah, there's a lot of money. And that's why we book in advance because you don't, the, you know, the longer you wait, the more expensive those tickets get. You know, they're all done by resale. And, you know, you book them early. There's more tickets available you know, and you book them late, some people might put their prices up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so it's it, it's all like that, but, you know, it's, it's devastating to see, but I'm sure um, all the ticket revenue will be made up in some way. Hopefully everyone gets refunded, but it's good to see the um, NBA players reaching out during this tough time and helping those in need in terms of the, in terms of the, um, all the pl- casual employees that are around.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. So, The business of the NBA, it doesn't just affect the NBA players, I should say. It affects everyone that works in an organization, right? So if those casual workers say, right, the other team, so, sorry, the way I'm going to say this, Kevin Love donated, Zion Williams donated, Williamson donated, not every, not every team has a player that's donated money to the team, right? So if you look at it, if that's their only kind of source of revenue, source of income, sorry. How are they going to honestly get a money, get some money, right? I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but I don't think a lot of places would be hiring a heap. I know supermarkets probably would be, but still, it's going to be hard for people to get a job. So you're losing your income, right? The NBA only locked down and only suspended because Rudy Gobert, and it's not just Rudy Gobert, a player had gotten the coronavirus. I think if the player, if a player didn't get the virus, they would have went no fans. They still would have played, hundred percent. Which is a which is a viable option. They should have done. But the reason that they suspended, I think, was because at the first player got it. Rudy Gobert got it, right? I mean, got like, the virus. just
1: quickly on that, you're a hundred percent, you know, correct there. There was so many, and you saw it leading up to as the virus started to peak. Because
0: they're like, we could, they, what, what shocked me was the first, like, there's gonna be no fans. I'm like, holy, like that's, that's pretty crazy if you think about it, because yeah. how much money they lose.
1: Yeah, like, you, like, like you, I just, you know, we talk about ticket revenue. There's no ticket revenue at all, uh, and you know, you're basically making your revenue off, you know, NBA league pass and situations like that. Um, and that's still going. You know that that was still there. You know everyone's still got memberships to that. So you got to think about them people paying that. People aren't going to pay it anymore because there's no games on. And but like you just said, there was conti- contingency plans in place. You know, like you said, uh, having no fans at games. The Nets and the Warriors were supposed to be the first team to do it. And you know now, and it was always going to happen. As soon as someone in the league contracted the virus, they were going to shut it down and suspend it. And But you can just see, and they had to, because you see the roll on effect is that all the players that had versed Utah, so all the players, all the teams had to get tested. You know, Oklahoma, there was a video of Utah and Oklahoma leaving the stadium about, you know, 12, 1 a.m. in the morning because they were quarantined inside Chesapeake Arena uh, and they couldn't move. You know, they had to stay in the locker rooms and they all had to get tested and they weren't allowed to move. And the same thing's happened for the Raptors. The Raptors, yeah. you know, Chris Boucher. He, funny enough, he broke his isolation, but you know, he got tested and had to go get self quarantined. The Raptors are one. The Nets have just come out today. You know, there's several players. Uh, one, among, you know, one KD that's been tested positive. That's massive. Around, um, in that team, so it's now, like four players, right? Yeah. four players. That's that's tough. So, and one of them being KD, massive name. You know, Donovan Mitchell, contract. So all these teams, all these players, and Utah, that and all the teams they played are getting tested. So the Nets who play the Lakers, the Lakers have to get tested now. It's just a roll-on effect, and it was always going to happen when something like, as soon as someone contracted it, they were going to have to suspend it no matter what.
0: You, you have to, right? And we're going to move into more of the talking about the players that have it. The the one person we, we need to talk about, because, you know, if we don't talk about him in depth, it's kind of, you know, crazy you think about it. Rudy Gobert. Now, a lot of people are going to say, and jump to the point, there was a video of him at a press conference and he was touching all the microphones and all the phones that were yeah, it's not on good. the table right now could he have contracted it from there yeah uh, but also he might not have contracted it from there right or gotten the virus from there so the fact that, that he did that is just honestly it's pretty naive and foolish Yeah, and he I think did,
1: he was trying to make fun of the virus by doing such a thing you know and he heard a couple of laughs, but a lot you know the day that he contracted it it really blew up in
0: his face. Because, exactly right, because he didn't know the severity of this virus because now that he's got the virus, he was feeling sick within the week, had flu-like symptoms, and he was brushing it off, like saying, oh, it's not that big of a deal, there's no worries, I'll be okay, and he was mocking it a bit, right? Now that he's got it, he didn't just get it, he's infected Donovan Mitchell, Christian Wood, right? Right? Donovan Mitchell would be fuming because at the, at the end of the day, you're having someone having a bit of a laugh, a bit of a joke about it, and now he's affected you. There was a report, Adrian Wojnarowski Wojnowski Woj came out saying that Rudy Gobert has affected relationships within the Jazz and that could be hard to rekindle and that could be a big thing so for Rudy you, Gobert.
1: Do you think this will, you know, that kind of... Uh, relationship and all the tension effect on court?
0: Do I believe it will? Yes. Do I believe people are pulling pull, pull strings to try to get a report? Yes, but 100%. the reason that came from Woj, Woj isn't ever really wrong, and if he's wrong it's not on anything that. I, well, sorry, the way I'm going to restructure that Woj isn't wrong on big things. I mean, he's come out in the past saying the Warriors are trying to get Kevin Durant and don't be shocked if that happens. He came out, he said that. You know, a lot of things he says and a lot of the news he breaks. So, he's got very good sources and he's very good at what he does. I think if, say, I was a player and I contracted the coronavirus because of him, I wouldn't be happy because he's making fun of it, right? As as crazy as it sounds, the coronavirus is very much like a flu, but... I don't think people are taking it into seriousness and in account that it it, it it can affect you, and if you have it, if Donovan Mitchell has it or if Rudy Gobert has it, and he's gone to an elderly person and contacted them and contracted them, if they have a passing because if you have a weak immune system with this coronavirus, it can pass. Imagine that he's kind of basically, and I'm not going to say you know you can you can connect the lines. I a mean factor. Yeah, it's a factor, right? So if he's connected the lines, everyone that's been in, you know, association with Gobert, I believe, has have to go either get quarantined or get tested, and that's just gonna be big, right? Because Christian Wood, as you said, right, he played against Christian Wood. Christian Wood gave him thirty points, eleven yeah, rebounds, Wood he had smashed a him, right? Game him. So he 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 gave a thirty piece, and now he's got it, right? So you backtrack. That was on the Saturday. He was he's had it for a for a long time now, right? So, for me, Rudy Gobert, should he have gotten suspended or fined? Suspended? No. Should he have gotten fined? It's hard to say. I mean, now that he's affected other people and and contracted other people, I think maybe the NBA might have told him you have to donate some money. I think I wouldn't have been shocked if, because he's donated 500 green, I wouldn't have been shocked if the NBA said, all right, Okay, you're going to have to donate some money you're going to have to give a portion of your salary to a to help this because you've kind of affected the whole NBA in, in a sense he, he couldn't he if he didn't go about this in a negative way it would have been okay so Rudy Gobert contracts the virus you're like, yeah, okay he's attracted it we're going to have to lock it down but because you poke fun at it it's like poking a bear you don't poke a bear because at the end of the day you'll get hurt and you'll get bitten right so I think Rudy Gobert from all accounts I don't know what he's like but he seems pretty remorseful pretty upset with the fact that happened and he doesn't want to be painted like this but he'll always be remembered for this because at the end of the day this coronavirus it will it will pass on what we hope and he'll move on but he'll always be affected by the person who made fun of the coronavirus and attracted it and kind of put the NBA on lockdown and now the best that said, player of the year yeah, I mean, he can't defend the coronavirus, can he? You know, it's like, so it can happen to anyone. Will these players be okay with the coronavirus? I believe they will. I mean, Donovan Mitchell came out on a report and said he had no flu-like symptoms, nothing at all. So I think they'll be okay because they're probably the fittest people in the world, right? So they'll be okay, but it could get anyone, right? So I, 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 I think he's just made a poor judgment and error. And, you know, he's, at the end of the day, he's kind of... He's kind of gotten fine in his own sense because he's gotten the virus and he's contracted it. So I think that he's just got to really pull his head in. He's going to be remorseful, and at the end of the day, he at the end of the day, it'll be okay for him. But I just, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be happy if I was Donovan Mitchell or other people the way that he acted like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you, it's funny, you know. It's the way it's almost like karma in you know, a mm-hmm. way, you know. He came out he did all that and then you know the next couple you know wasn't i think it was a day after and you know it came out test results were positive and yeah absolutely right i think at that time within the nba obviously the world but within the nba itself i don't think there was that much known about the effects of coronavirus in terms of the effect it has on the weak immune system no absolutely and, and i'm pretty sure you talk about rudy gobert you know, that wouldn't have come over his mind. And, every, you know, NBA players make mistakes. And, you know, when we talk about not mistakes on the court, but just general life mistakes, uh, yeah. whether well, that comes with the media not, or not, doing something silly in not, the public.
0: Not just NBA players, right? Everybody in the world Everybody makes mistakes. But the reason that it gets bigger is because they're professional athletes. Well. And athletes are painted that a picture that they are they are immune to everything and they don't have feelings. They're, at the end of the day, they're humans, right? So at the end of the day, they're going to make poor judgments and errors. So... That's that's what I think. But keep going.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you talk about like the getting fined situation, I think there's you know pros and cons. People probably would vote that he should have got fined. But you know, I I think it's a, like you said, it's a fine in itself. It's one hell of an embarrassment to be the per- first person in the NBA to contract the virus and then shut down the NBA. You know that at the end of the day, you're going to be like, oh, that you know, I I started that. I was the first person to contract it. And and
0: they, and they said, yeah, just. I want to just um, interrupt you for a second. The reason why everyone's saying all the NBA is commended—they've done such a great job on suspending the NBA. If he didn't get it, i I think I said it before. If he didn't get it, they'd still be playing. So that's all I wanted to say. So it's not just a big deal, right? I mean, sorry, it's a big deal now because he's got it. Now they are naive to the fact, but now that he's got it, they had to shut down everything. But keep going. Yeah, I mean, you know, that would
1: have been their last plan. Yeah, the last plan
0: is to suspend it.
1: So, and it was all—it was a matter of time, you know. And in terms of basketball, basketball worldwide has been affected. Not just basketball, but all sports have been affected. You know, for myself and and Mitch here back in Australia, you know, we play basketball and live and breathe basketball. Whether that's coaching, you know, or playing, you know, or, or work. That's or, affected you know, our work. It's work in general. You know, I work basketball. That's my job. Um. You know, we both coach rep teams and, you know, we play local comp and stuff like that. So, you know, we, our life evolves around basketball. And, you know, we've seen it go, you know, two, two or three, what was it, two, three days ago?
0: Yeah, we saw it, well, yesterday. Saturday,
1: Saturday was on Saturday here in Australia. It was, came out saying that they had suspended all representative games. And it was the very first round of our juniors that weekend.
0: So just to put it in context, represented for us is like high school for people in America. So it's like when, you know how in America, uh, Montverde Academy, you know, uh, IMG, that's like a, a club is like that in basketball terms. It's not like that with every sport for, for basketball. It's more, that's where you're more found and seen. I mean, we do have a big um, school system with basketball, but you you get more seen it's, within it's the rep system. It's to Tony. Yeah, I mean, schools kind of more like AAU if you think about it, and then represented is more like a high school. Yeah. As weird yeah. as that sounds.
1: So yeah, no, you know we we've been you know basically shut down, and you know the only thing we can do is just go down and shoot around, and but you know you don't realize how much you appreciate and love your sport until it's gone. Like yeah, you know, absolutely. We're borders, we're border's batshit out here doing nothing because, you know, we've got nothing to do. There's no NBA on. Our NBL in Australia has just got cancelled. Meanwhile, they were playing a grand final series, and this is the big news here in Australia. It would be
0: like if the NBA were playing the finals and they put it on hold and they said, all right, no winner.
1: Um, you know, they had already, so it's the best of five series that we played down here in our NBL finals, and it was between uh, the Perth Wildcats and the Sydney Kings, which Andrew Bogut plays for. Uh, for the Sydney Kings and we have one of our best import in the league Bryce Cotton from America playing for the Perth Wildcats and you know Perth are up 2-1 and Perth up just, 2-1 absolutely yeah and you know it, everything was looking Perth's way but
0: oh, Perth are the best team in the NBL, by no by far um, by yeah far, that's sorry. another
1: discussion for another day but you know we talk about just in general they decided to shut it down because of the travel involved between Sydney and Uh, New South, well, Sydney in New South Wales and Perth and, you know, that travel time in Australia is about four, four and a half hours to get between that and the main reason, you know, they talked about cancelling was because Sydney Kings didn't want to travel, they didn't want to get on a plane, you know, and everyone's been talking about the coronavirus affecting things, you know, on airplanes and it's just, you know, if it gets on a a substance, uh, on anything hard, you know, it can stay alive for a couple hours and you don't want to contract it that way, so... You know, that was big here that they had just decided to completely shut it down. And, you know, it's been tough. You know, we thought NBA was gone. Okay, we'll have to be watching the NBL. And now the NBL is gone. You know, we've got our own basketball. Our basketball has been canned. So, yeah, it's been a, a worldwide effect on sports, really. Sports and everyday life.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And I want to talk about now what are the possibilities the NBA could do. Because as much as people don't want to say it, one of the biggest possibilities is this season gets shut down and there could be a possibility where there's no 2019 2020 champion. Now, that would be absolutely the last option Adam Silver's wants, but that could be a possibility. I mean, for me, I think the most logical possibility would be to, if they want to just make it as, the word I'm trying to find, as smooth as a transition as this is, maybe they cancel the month or two that they've lost or they're going to lose and maybe if they have so they lose you roughly play about 10 games a month so 20 games you lose 20 games maybe you you play 10 and you make them double points right so a win counts as two and then you play playoffs i think that would be probably the it's hard to say what's the best option i mean the NBA usually makes the right call with everything, so I, I, would, I would be happy with whatever they do, but I think that would be an option. And then, then you play the playoffs. I mean, teams, the best teams will make the playoffs, no matter what. So I think that it, no matter what happens, it could be a bit of a reshuffle. I mean, a lot of people are saying teams that got off to a slow start like New Orleans, I believe. Oh, I'm trying to think of another team. i oh. It slipped my mind. Like, San Antonio is coming back a bit of a wet sail. Now they're like, oh, they don't have the opportunity to make it. But, like, at the end of the day, everyone's affected in this position. So Yeah, it's not just one team. And I don't think that they would just go straight back. Like, they'd flick click, click your fingers and say, all right, we're going back into the season. There'd have to be at least two to three weeks where they have to kind of basically do, like, a mini preseason again. So, I, I, I think that would be the best option if they say, okay, now... We're gonna go back in May, May twenty fifth, May twentieth. You can start training on May the first. I mean, you kind of get a bit of a schedule back in, but you stay on the winds you're on, and then they just push the, the league back two months. I mean, if you push it back to or I mean, if you push it back to August or July, what m- most likely August. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But the thing that you're gonna factor into it this year is the Olympics. What's gonna happen because? Usually there's three or four players I would like to say in Team USA that could play on the team that play in the finals or conference finals. So if that's on the same time as the Olympics, what is USA going to do, right? For me, what I think that y- y- you work more... See, it's funny. I- I'm not too sure what I'd do. I mean, I would, I would love to win a... If I was an NBA player, I'd love to win a championship, but at the same time representing your country... Is the biggest honor you could possibly do. So that's another option they're going to have to worry about. What if LeBron James comes out and says, "You know, I would rather play for USA than in the finals." I don't know if he'd say that. I don't think he'd say that. But what if there was an op- opportunity where they said, "All right, we all rather play in the Olympics." What's that going to happen? What's Adam Silver going to do to that? Is he going to bar him from playing in the Olympics and play the finals? You know that there's just that. That's that's an option. So. That's a repercussion if you push it back to August. I mean, like you had you had an option that oh, that was pretty smart.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you talked about what the options are. You know, people think they might push the season back. They might, like you said, play a month, whatever that you know that April month going into the playoffs. The remaining games in the regular season, they might play them. You know, there's people coming out on, on you know get up i think it's called on espn
0: yeah a lot of the tv shows and I'm just shows. saying
1: you know it's just it's too hard for nba players to have this such break and then jump into a playoff intensity um type of atmosphere you know it's going to be massive for them and you talk about the, the effect it has on teams like new orleans who have the easiest schedule in the nba remaining and they were chasing for that eight seed and it might not happen now. You can
0: technically them. wipe them out, basically, the series.
1: So, yeah, and it, it's tough. So, But, it's funny enough, so uh, I'm going to talk about... Sorry, not the series season. The um, Spencer Dinwiddie, because of the um, whole time off, you know, he's had some time to think, and he, he came out with a pretty creative idea the other day.
0: Just shout out Spencer Dinwiddie. He's one of the smartest NBA players in the game right now.
1: And you talk about smart. He came up with this idea, you know, because... Look, and, and this is, again, on the terms of basketball. NCA March Madness cancelled. And that is big time because...
0: You know how much money they'd be losing out of that?
1: They'd be losing a lot of money. But, you know, worldwide, people watch that. It is it is watched worldwide.
0: Some people like watching that better than the finals. I mean, I'm not one of them. but Some people
1: better watch that than the um, Super Bowl. Yeah. People are funny like that, you know? And it's just... that it, For them to cancel something like that is big time because it's just... It March, everyone knows it's college time. Everyone gets around their own colleges that they may have gone to or had experiences with, or just the support in general. And everyone's, you know, gets around it and has fun with it, especially over in America. But you know, in Australia, we've got people who support support college more than they watch NBA, um, and that and that just happens out there. So, but yeah, Dinwiddie sort of made sort of a almost a tournament in itself, sort of a March Madness kind of similar uh, bracket wise. So he. Decides and he's brought this to the NPBA.
0: to National Basketball Players Association,
1: which is run by Chris Paul. He's the president. Sorry, he's run. Uh, he's the old president D. <laughs> so the idea was to keep all thirty teams, uh, and by having keeping all thirty teams, just sort of just energizes everybody and lets everybody just have a good crack at it. Uh, the bottom four teams will play a three game series, wild card weekend. So, what that means would it would cut down to 28 teams? So, the bottom four teams, and we're not talking East and West anymore, we're just talking in the league in itself.
0: Well, I think actually, if you are eliminated from playoff contention like the Warriors are, you can, you're, not, you're not in the tournament.
1: Yeah, well, it's that not. Could,
0: that could lessen some more days so they don't have to, everyone has to play, right? But you, you say that, right? Warriors, right? Say this is a month or two in advance. What if Clay Thompson come back, comes back healthy? No, All right. And then Steph Curry's healthy. What if the Nets... Now, you would have fought KD, but maybe not. What if he was healthy and then Kyrie's healthy?
1: Yeah, exactly. Look, it's not a bad idea. Um, I don't mind it. I'd, I, it's, it's a creative idea, definitely. So that, the three-game series between the bottom four teams will cut down the league to from 30 to 28, and 28 teams will be remaining. Uh, the first round will consist of a five-game series of teams seeded from 5 to 28, and by having those five-game series, that will cut down the teams to 16, which means the top four teams in the whole league, not East and West, will be will get a bye first round. Now, what happens after that? Once it's cut down to 16, all, remain, all remaining go back to a seven-game series and it goes back to our general uh, playoff bracket from there onwards all the way to the NBA Finals. So Din- Dinwiddie brought it up. Um, he originally just brought it up as an idea. He just posted it on social media, say, "Hey guys, you know, this is what I think. Cool idea. The NBA could run by. You know, with all the time in the world, he's come up with a quite a creative idea." Then, then the other day, he was interviewed uh, on a FaceTime by um, Taylor Rooks on a just on Bleacher Report. Yes. and it was just going over saying, you know, and he had you know spilled it a little bit that he had gone to the National uh, Players Basketball Association. And had run the idea by them, you know um, it, Actually, he didn't run it by him They asked him about
0: it Yeah, because I'm telling you Spencer Dinwiddie is one of the most creative and smartest players in the NBA And also, the reason why he's got three game series, five game series He wants to get money back into the NBA So they can create revenue So staff have more games to play Three games to a five game series, five game to a seven game series. And that gives way more games back to the NBA. Not as many, of course, but it's getting a bridging a gap between. I mean, how yeah. how smart is that? I wouldn't have thought of that off the no top one of my would head. You know such what I mean?
1: An idea. And like you talk about the the smarts and how it works. You talk about those bottom four teams. Yes, it might not be as exciting, but you talk about revenue coming back in. Everyone will be, all fans will still be re-energized to go watch an NBA team, regardless of. Where they are or who they are, you know. I couldn't care less. If it was the NBA war. If if the Warriors were the first on the first weekend back, if I was in America, I'd go watch it because everyone has missed the NBA for the time period that it's off. You know, you'd have people come back, but not only you've got the employees that work for the the organization, all the way down to your casual employees that work at the arena, they're getting their money back into it. You know, and it works. It just has a, again a roll-on effect from there. And it just it sort of re energizes the whole league. Yes, it might not go ahead, but it is an idea that not one person, I never thought of it. I know Mitch probably definitely would have thought, and definitely wouldn't have thought of anything like this. It's just a creative idea that sort of opens some eyes, you know, and it might not go ahead, but it's just something different, and people in that league have, you know, thought of it. Which is pretty cool
0: No, I, I like the idea I, I just don't know if they'll do it Because it might not It might create an unfair advantage To certain teams That's all I'm thinking But wasn't there There was an option Where the teams So two from each conference So top four teams Wouldn't play In this in this, in this tournament Didn't what he was talking about?
1: Yeah, so what I was talking about or before Or if they do They kind
0: of like have an immunity or something?
1: No, so they The first round like yeah. this, So the, there's a three game wild card weekend
0: so are they going to replace this instead of the finals or playoffs, or is this just to get into the playoffs?
1: So the three games. So what will happen is they'll there'll be a weekend before the whole playoffs start. They'll call it the playoffs, but the weekend before they'll have a wild card weekend, and on that wild card weekend you have your four bottom teams play winners and losers, right? Three game series, and what happens is you have a winner and you have a winner from each um, game series. Sorry, and then it cuts it down to twenty eight. From there, the playoffs start. Yeah, then yep. the first round you'll have twenty eight teams seated one five to twenty eight play one to four have a rest for the first round, and it's a five game series, so it's a little bit quicker. Uh, and I think the reasoning behind and I'm, look, I don't know, I don't know Tim Woody personally, but the reasoning I would think he's made it a five game series is because it's shorter, and they, that way the one to four teams don't have that much time off.
0: I, I just I just don't understand how he how, how he's done it and saw a short amount of time and still thought of getting revenue back into the NBA. I mean that's pretty that's pretty amazing if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, for me, have the NBA done enough to protect their players and the players with this outbreak? Because if this goes on for six months, eight months, right? Which I I I hope it doesn't. Have they? Because the players used to... I mean, the agents are trying to push them out. Have they protected them not just financially, but emotionally, okay? And and mentally, because you think about this, that's their life, their life, and that's their that's their passion they do in life, right? So their passion is playing basketball. If they can't play, are they going to give them the adequate adequate support from a mental standpoint? Because if you can't... if you, It's like taking away something that you love and you just can't do it, like how is that going to affect you as a person? How is that going to affect you? You're not going to feel... You're obviously not going to feel great, but is that going to affect you with your day-to-day life? You're going to feel sluggish. You're not going to feel like you want to do anything. You feel like you're just not... Like it's just not happening for you. Like, I, that's what I think that they should really look into because you got to obviously protect your physical well-being, but you've got to protect that mental well-being because you don't know how what people go through at a certain standpoint. So are they protecting their players with that? I mean... Adam Silva has to come out and I think he's got to go to all I think the the board of the NBA has to have a meeting with 30 owners and also the coaches and they have to talk about how they can how they can help affect how this can minimise the effect of the players in physical and mental standpoint I mean that's just my my thought I think that they really need to talk about this can they obviously meet up together no but they can always video chat and it's it's gonna be an interesting it's gonna be an interesting month or two to see what happens because if more players are coming out and getting this virus, then I don't know if they'll keep going with the season because at the end of the day, they can make this money back in certain ways. There'll be ways that they make the money, and I don't think the NBA will bleed as bad as other other sporting codes will. I know in the NRL in Australia, if they suspend the play, they might go broke, and the NBA NRL might. Not exist for a year or two, they might have to rebuild it. So, I think that they just really got to understand that you got to take all precautions with this virus, you got to take all precautions. And at the end of the day, your well being and physical health is more important than playing some NBA games and basketball games. So, I know that's just my opinion and thought. as a, As a fan, I want to watch the games, but you know, I'd rather these players be healthy and. At the end of the day, life will life will go back to normal. I mean, it, it, it's hard to say right now. I don't think that we should be super worried, because you're just gonna have to get you're gonna have to get on with it as crazy as it sounds. We're gonna have to keep doing what we do in our daily life, create that routine, because that's when if you don't create a routine and you don't do anything in your daily life, that's where it's gonna really gonna take effect. I mean that's 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 my opinion. Like, what's your opinion on this? What, know, well, like, what's your opinion on the? Has the NBA done enough, and what can they do? Has the NBA done enough? I think it's a day-to-day
2: evolving thing, yes. in the sense of it's kind I of like think kind at of like, first, and every day that's going on, the NBA is doing as much as they can for their players and the and the the association itself, and the NBA is a business in the whole. I think for the players the NBA is looking at everything. And I know Adam Silver is, is very good for the NBA and he always is going to look after the players and make sure he is players first. And I think when in terms of um, has he done enough, I think it's going to be a day-to-day pro- thing. You know, there's every day there's news coming about things that are happening within associations and meetings that are happening with the Board of Governors and all this stuff that's going on. But I think... At the moment, yes, he's done enough, and I think he will continue to do as much as he can for these players because the last thing he wants is the players to be unhappy or suffering from it, you know, uh, mentally. You know, a big thing in the NBA as of the last year was when DeMar DeRozan spe- spoke yeah, publicly.
0: absolutely. They're, they're probably the the pioneers, I believe, in mental health within sport.
2: Yeah, so, you know, De- DeMar DeRozan came out and then shortly, not even, you know... Sh- very shortly after, you had old mate Kevin Love come out and speak about it. And then you it just, again, a roll-on effect. A lot of players came out and said, oh, yeah, this is, you know, it's not just as, as easy as it looks from the outside. There are things that happen on the inside that you don't see and the effects that the game has on you mentally and stuff like that. So talk about mentally. Yes, it's going to be big time and the players make have to make sure they are constantly on the ball. And I think you said, you know, just in general, not just, the NBA players, but ourselves and NBA players and pro- all professional sporting athletes or anyone, everyone in the world, you know, it's, a, it's all about adapting. Life yeah, will absolutely. go on
0: and... We just don't know when.
2: We don't know when it'll go continue, but we need to take each day by day, any, everything we get with the information and you know what? We just need to go about our day and you know what? It might have to be adapted, but that's life, you know? We have to adapt to what... In Australia, we have to adapt to what our country... Uh, you know, comes out and says on the news, you know, they might force us into lockdown and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting, but like, you know, in the NBA, they have to adapt and they are now, you know, LeBron and all the other, I say LeBron because he's the first person I think of in
0: in terms of the NBA. He's kind of the leader of the NBA. Yeah, you know, Chris Paul's the, the president, but in
2: terms of Chris Paul, LeBron, and when Dwayne and Camelo, Camelo's still around, but... Those guys are a big voice in the NBA. When those guys come out and speak, it's you know everyone sort of listens.
0: You kind of look at it. LeBron got the torch from Kobe. Kobe got it from I and Shaq. Shaq probably got it from MJ. So there's there's pioneers in the game that I mean, players in the game that are so big they have not just a effect on the NBA but they have an effect on the the way people perceive the NBA. Yeah, so, yeah. you
1: see like LeBron James. Coming out and talking on political matters over the last couple of years, and not just being an athlete, and you know, there's some there's well, some absolutely. backlash from. He's
0: got that more than he's got more than, an, more athlete. than an athlete. That, that
1: brand started because of
0: uninterrupted.
1: He had all those people come out and say, you know, just I think there was a, a news reporter said, "Shut up and play basketball." You know, it's not not the best thing to be said, but you know, people, these people, these players have voices, and people are these players are smart. Some people that, you know, more outspoken, like LeBron James, he's more outspoken than others. And when he speaks, he listens. And But it goes towards, you know, all those players, you know, that are in the league. There's a lot of them. And we're not just talking about NBA players. The G League players. They're a part of the NBA family. Absolutely.
0: Well, G League got cancelled.
1: Yeah. So you talk about... There are... And I'll, Jarrett Jack, I'll throw him out there. He is a NBA free agent, but he currently still plays in the... <laughs> NBA G League. He's still a baller um, but he's making a living by playing in the G League. Yes, he's made millions in the NBA and I'm sure he still, if he was smart enough, hopefully, still has saved that money and he's now in the G League playing still making a living but he's lucky enough. There are some players that get put in the G League who don't get drafted undraftees and sign to the G League and are getting paid, you know, very little money, and you know that now that's cancelled. So there's a, the NBA itself looks over the G League and everything like that. So it's just going to be interesting. But you know, everyone has to adapt and make sure their their life goes on, and they've got to figure a way. And a lot of players will, you know, be able to train, not maybe not in terms of the, the practice facility. I saw originally when the virus was out, teams were not allowed to tr- practice. However, players were allowed to come in. And shoot around individually. They weren't allowed to come in, in in packs of numbers, and a lot of, of course, training facilities will be getting used big time. But you know, players like LeBron or any you know big name players, they mostly have courts at their house.
0: Yeah, well, I know I definitely know Rudy Gobert has one.
1: So you're talking like people have either indoor courts at their house or they have you know a big backyard where they've got a full court laid out, and you know people are going to keep practicing so. You know, you, like I said, you said, you've got to adapt, and hopefully, Adam Silver does his best job. But like you said, the more people that contract this virus in the league, the more signs is going to be pushed to a full shutdown and cancellation of the season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we we, we really hope that that doesn't happen, but we're just gonna have to bite our time. I mean, I speak for not just myself, but Lockie and every fan of the NBA. We're gonna have to bite our time and keep keep safe in this in this type of environment you know if we get quarantined you got quarantined but stay safe limit yourself okay and just remain in a positive aspect i know we all are here in australia and you know we're not doing it as bad as other people in the world so keep positive i believe you guys can listen to this podcast on Apple Music Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. We have Breaker. We also have Radio Public. We always have Spotify, but there was a new one we had locked that we're on now. Uh,
1: just got notified. So, Overcast is another uh, podcast streaming app that you can download if you don't have an uh, Apple phone or if you want to, you know, obviously you don't want to use Spotify um, and you just want to use a direct podcast streaming app. Uh, Overcast is another one of those
2: that we use. Absolutely and we have our Like you said before Our social media Is up and running Our um, Instagram is Lanes Podcast
0: So that's At L-A-N-E-S Podcast All lowercase letters
2: um, And if you go on there
1: Give us some love You know Follow us Like a couple of photos Give us a listen Get around it Get amongst it
0: Yeah now We've got some uh, Really Really big guests Coming on the show soon I mean Really interesting people I believe I believe we're going to have a couple of really good guests that you guys will like, not just as basketball fans, but also as fans of business and fans of honestly just good stories. So make sure we like, comment, subscribe, share, everything in between, and everybody have a good day. Stay safe. We're out.